Good morning, everybody. You're tuning into the news at Morning Mixtape. It is Tuesday, November 14th, and I am your host, Krishika Jathani, reporting for Met Radio 1280 AM in Toronto. Here are our top stories from today. First, in local news, thousands of pro-Palestinian and pro-Israeli protests marched through downtown Toronto in separate rallies. Next, principals in Ontario high schools need more support for de-streaming courses. Then, a BC man is found dead after being buried in an avalanche at a provincial park in Alberta. Finally, in world news, Pakistan opens three new border crossings to deport Afghans. And then we will hear Rojan with our latest good news segment. So, let's get into it. In downtown Toronto, tens of thousands of protesters rallied on Sunday afternoon to call for action demanding leaders to be held accountable for their decision. The Israel-Hamas conflict has entered its second month and there is still no end in sight. According to the Toronto Star, pro-Palestinian protesters were waving Palestinian flags and banging drums demanding the Canadian government to support a ceasefire in the ongoing conflict. Meanwhile, pro-Israeli protesters gathered at Christie Pitts Park and stood in opposition to the calls for a ceasefire until the hostages taken by Hamas are safely returned. They spread across the sides of the park as it held a lot of significance for Jewish Torontonians. Pro-Israeli protests booed Mayor Olivia Chow for calling for both the return of the hostages and a ceasefire on Friday. The rally was hosted by the UJA Federation of Greater Toronto and Raoul Wallenberg Centre for Human Rights. According to the Star, elected officials attended the rally, including Federal Mental Health and Addictions Minister Yara Sachs and Toronto City Councillor Josh Matlow, among others. Jeff Rosenthal, chair of UJA Federation of Greater Toronto, said the following, quote, Take note of who is supportive of us and who is not. What we are experiencing right now will and should affect our personal, our corporate and business, our civic and our philanthropic relationships for years to come. End of quote. According to the Star, protester Arfan Chowdhury said the following after seeing images of Gaza. Quote, seeing other people hurt, it's also going to hurt you as a human being. You're kind of embarrassed that they're going through all that while you're living such a good life. It's not right. End of quote. Next, Ontario high school principals need more support for teachers and students as de-streaming is rolled out in grade 9. According to the Toronto Star, the province introduced a new de-streamed math curriculum in the fall of 2021. Isha Chowdhury, Senior Communications Advisor for Education Minister Stephen Lessie, said, quote, Our government took action to de-stream the entire grade 9 curriculum to remove barriers from student success, end of quote. A survey conducted by People for Education found a number of concerns among principals regarding the change for classes in levels in math, science, and English. In the 2022-2023 school year, 96% of school leaders wanted additional educational assistance, and 93% needed more teacher training. According to the Star, Chowdhury also said the government has invested nearly $140 million in de-streaming support and hired 2,000 new educators. Quote, The province has also provided funding to help hire math facilitators in some high schools and is hosting three online seminars on de-streaming yearly with boards, end of quote. Annie Kidder, executive director of the Research and Advocacy Group, is calling for a task force on education to bring together school board leaders, principals, support staff, and students. Quote, everybody agrees this is a good thing to do, but everybody also agrees you have to do it properly, end of quote, said Kidder. However, Tristan Kim, president of the Ontario Student Trustees Association, doesn't think it should be expanded to grade 10. 
Kim believes students need to be properly prepared for university-level courses. In Alberta, a British Columbia climber is dead after being buried in an avalanche at a park in southern Alberta on Saturday. According to the Toronto Star, an online report from Avalanche Canada said a pair of ice climbers finished ascending the Lone Ranger ice climb. This was at Peter Lougheed Provincial Park, where they were struck by a windslap avalanche. One of them managed to dig their way out, but the other was fully buried and didn't survive. According to the Star, Kananaski's emergency services received a report from a Garmin GPS about the slide and they located a 26-year-old woman. The man who was with her, a 29-year-old, was found dead on Sunday morning. The Lone Ranger ice climb is now closed due to the incident. In world news, officials in Pakistan announced on Monday the opening of three border crossings to expedite the deportation of Afghans living in the country illegally. According to the Toronto Star, migrants without a legal status could have left the country voluntarily before the October 31st deadline. Nearly 300,000 Afghans have left Pakistan in recent weeks since officials started arresting and deporting foreign nationals. Afghans make up the majority of foreigners in Pakistan and the move has drawn criticism from the Taliban-led governments in Afghanistan and human rights organizations. According to the Star, about 15,000 Afghans have been crossing the border every day from Pakistan and before only around 300 people were crossing. On social platform X, formerly Twitter, Amnesty International wrote, quote, Many Afghans in Pakistan are now facing police raids and demolition of their homes without due process. Detainees have been denied the right to a lawyer and communication with family members, leaving loved ones in the dark as to their whereabouts, end of quote. Well, that was it from me today, and now I'll leave you with Rojan with our good news segment. Howdy folks, Format Radio, my name is Rojan and you're tuning into the Good News Network where we cover rowdy stories you usually won't hear about. For today's segment, a lost pig is reunited with his owners after help from a Pennsylvanian actor. Pennsylvanian pig, named Kevin Bacon after the famous actor, went missing from his pen two weeks ago. Recently, he's been reunited with his owners with the help from numerous friends, neighbors, and a network of internet strangers. According to NME magazine, the owner Chelsea Roomba had Kevin Bacon, the pig, on her farm since October 13. It wasn't too long until Kevin Bacon broke loose from his pen and escaped on October 14th, according to CBC News. To seek help with recovering the missing boar, Roomba took to Facebook to alert fellow Pennsylvanians about Kevin Bacon the pig being lost. The Facebook page called Bring Kevin Home was continuously updated with a thread of the hog's whereabouts and news about him to help coordinate rescue efforts. Roomba asked neighbors and friends to share the page, which eventually reached a feed of namesake Hollywood star Kevin Bacon, who had shared the Facebook page on threads of the caption, Bring Kevin Bacon Home. As the search went on, Kevin Bacon the pig successfully escaped capture from multiple humane traps. Food trails were also used to lure the pig home, but that only got the pig to get used to eating human food. This newly formed appetite for human food made the hog vulnerable, eventually leading him to face the end of his journey as he fell victim to the dangerously sweet, but fortunately harmless, Benadryl-laced sticky bun. According to the Good News Network, Benadryl to animals, like pigs, is a sedative. Shortly after, an update on Kevin was posted. It read, Benadryl sticky bun has been eaten. I know I'm looking for a pig somewhere. We did see him at 640 in the yard, so I'm hoping he's close. 
According to CBS News, the hog didn't go far, as he was spotted in neighbors' yards and even on his owner's property, but he would always get away before being captured. Eventually, the wandering pig walked freely into its own pen, which has now been reinforced with concrete to prevent Kevin Bacon from toddling out again. An article from Unilad said that after Kevin Bacon's crazy adventure, Roomba and her family said they have exciting plans to convert their property into an open-to-the-public farm to offer services for children and adults who struggle with conditions, such as PTSD, anxiety, and depression. Roomba has since changed the title of the Bring Kevin Bacon Home Facebook page to Kevin's Home Adventures, which now features content that is all about Kevin. The family has also announced that they have set up a GoFundMe page to raise funds for their passion project. Who would have expected that the footloose pig called Kevin Bacon would be seen on the feed of Kevin Bacon? Thank you for tuning in to the Good News Network. We'll be looking forward to having you back soon. From the countryside of Met Radio, I'm Rojen. With this, let's wrap up our news for this morning. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening. Looks like the weather today will be a high of 9 degrees Celsius and a low of 3. Winter is right around the corner. I will be back next Tuesday with some more news at Morning Mixtape, but until then, tune in tomorrow for more. It's Matt Radio, 1280 AM in Toronto. I'm Krishika Jathani. Thanks for listening.